Hi, this is Pastor Ann here and welcome to the pastor's table. Well, we're going to be talking about the finished work. Jesus did it. He said it's finished and we can just walk and live in this. So you just know that you're set free. We've been set free. What does that look like? We don't, we're not in a prison anymore. He let us loose to live in this world, to walk in victory, and to share the message that they are free as well to others. So listen, take some notes, and learn, and we can all walk in this every day. Welcome back to the Pastor's Table. We've been talking about, well, we've been, last episode we were talking about forgiveness at first, and talking about a number of other things like sharing our faith and a few other, a few other subjects, but one thing that we started to, to see and it started to stand out was in Luke chapter 4 and 18. So if we could turn there again, let's start with that, 18 and 19. Luke chapter 4, 18 and 19 from the Amplified starts off with this. It says, the Spirit of the Lord, this is Jesus speaking in the synagogue when he was on the earth. It says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed. Amen. And that adds, it expands on that definition by saying, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. Mm -hmm. Verse 19, to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord. And that has to do with favor. And you'll see here in a moment, it says the, the Amplified adds in here, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Hallelujah. Which is an awesome way to express that. In John, it talks about, uh, the law came through Moses, but grace and truth has come through Jesus Christ. And through him, we have received grace upon grace or favor upon favor, gift upon gift. It's just one thing after. Usually when people say it's just one thing after another, they're talking about calamity. Yeah, they're right. talking about this bad thing, one thing after another. Yeah. can't even recover before the next storm blows through. And maybe there are some Christians that feel like that. But in Christ Jesus... It's grace upon grace. You can't even recover from the first wave of grace that yeah. hits you before the second wave of His favor comes and hits you again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that should be our experience in Christ Jesus. And one of the things that we had been talking about was being seated in heavenly places in Christ, being seated together with Him, mm -hmm. being co-heir with Him, another way of saying that. Mm -hmm. And that place where He sat down because He was done. Yeah. Not because not He was tired, as yeah. Pastor Gwen was saying, but because He was finished and had accomplished what it is that He set out to do. Mm -hmm. And so quite often, Christians, you'll hear this term, the finished work of Christ. Mm -hmm. It's what He has accomplished for us. Mm -hmm. And so then we were also talking about how forgiveness is a very good illustration of how the finished work of Christ can be applied in our lives. See, mm -hmm. all of mankind, past, present, and future, has already been forgiven. That's right. Through one sacrifice for all sin, for all time, mm -hmm. done, taken care of. So that is a finished work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus accomplished that. That's done. Mm -hmm. And yet, there are many people that don't receive it, don't know about it, don't, don't walk in it, have not crossed over out of darkness into the light because for whatever reason, they have not. And so even though they are forgiven, they're not experiencing that. Mm -hmm. So even though legally that forgiveness has been extended towards them, they have not entered into the experience of it and received forgiveness. And so in many ways, the illustration of a prison with a prisoner inside and yet, because what Jesus has done is, through forgiveness, has unlocked the door to mm -hmm. the prison. Mm -hmm. 
The door is unlocked. There's no reason for that person to stay in that prison any longer. Mm -hmm. They're not required to be there because what put them there has been forgiven through Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that door is unlocked. That's a finished work. Jesus has unlocked the prison doors for all of mankind to come out from the prison of sin that they are in. And all they need to do is hear it and believe it. Mm -hmm. That's it. They don't have to work for it. They don't have to try to change, to become a different person in order to earn it. They don't. They simply need to receive what he has done, mm -hmm. the finished work, and walk free from that prison. So in Luke chapter 4, this is what he's talking about, mm -hmm. to preach the good news to the poor, to, to announce release to the captives. Mm -hmm. So the captive could be sitting there and Jesus is saying, you are free, free yeah. to go, mm -hmm. free to go. Mm -hmm. And so this is uh, these scriptures and things that we've been talking about. We can apply this to how Christians live. Mm -hmm. There are many Christians that, uh, and like we were discussing, it's, it's almost universally accepted that people know they don't have to earn salvation. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, once people get in and, I, yeah, I'm saved, I'm excited, and they start going to church somehow, okay, well, now you got to clean this up, and now you got to fix this, and now there's something else for you to do, and mm -hmm. quit doing that, and you need to be more like this. And now all the, the, the rules and the laws start piling on until it becomes a weight that they can't bear. Mm -hmm. And sometimes Christians find themselves in that place. Oh, I want to yeah. change. I don't know how to change. And so... There, there is a there is a place where we don't have to be under the burden of that. Mm -hmm. That's right. We don't have to be as Amen. believers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And w as we begin our walk of faith with the Lord, we discover things along the way. Mm -hmm. We discover things about Him and about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's usually the things about ourselves that we're going, oh, I don't like this. What's wrong? And and we we find out there are issues and things that we're trying to deal with. Mm -hmm. But this very same truth that was the, the very thing that, well, you've already been forgiven. You've, salvation has already been given to you. All you have to do is receive it. That same truth can help us <coughs> continue to live and grow in Christ mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all along the way. And we've all had experiences along, with change. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah. Pastor Neil, you have oh, yeah. some to share with us. Right? <coughs> yeah. So, again, back to when... Um, when I was uh, in, back in 2012, and just the, the, the reality of that um, God has already taken care of all of that, and that um, when I focus on God, all the rest of it just kind of dissipates away. I don't know how else to describe it. it it's, it's like it disintegrates and and becomes of no effect on my life anymore and i mean i was i was trapped in an addiction um before and it i i can't even tell you if it was overnight or if it if it um if it happened over a period of time i just know that it happened that i i woke up with the reality one day that this was no longer a force on the inside of me propelling me mm -hmm. this addiction and 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 I was complete. I was walking free. There was no temptation. There was no Amen. desire. There was Amen. no, no thought. There was no consciousness really of it anymore in my life that I had to be battling against it. That's right. You know, mm -hmm. as when you were talking there, I was thinking Jesus said that he didn't come to get rid of the law, mm -hmm. 
he fulfilled the law. Mm-hmm. Right? So he, yeah. the law is still there. And you were talking about the, um, you know, Christians saying, oh, you have to do this now and you can't do this now and all that. And that's really the law. It is. As walking in the Old Testament when you're a New, New Testament born again believer. That's right. But if, when we have Jesus on the inside of us, the fulfillment of that law is complete on the inside of us. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to go back and try and fulfill it because he already has and he lives on the inside of That's us right. as a born again mm-hmm. Christian. So if we allow him to do that work on the inside of us as a born again Christian, the fulfillment of the law will happen. And those those things that we don't want to be doing and the things that we want to be doing that we're not doing, they just happen when we just spend our time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is... Uh... If you take the story of Peter walking on the water, yeah. mm-hmm. when and water being life, if we take it as a, a picture, he begins his, he gets out of the boat and lots of people get born again. They get out of the boat that's of right. darkness yeah. Yeah, that's right. and they come into life. Yeah. And for a time he walked and many believers then get in that, they're, they're, they're doing it, they're walking. Mm-hmm. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. The wind started to blow a bit. And when the wind blew, he got focused on what he was doing in the natural yeah. mm-hmm. instead of on Jesus. Yeah. And boom, he starts to sink. And and then he thinks he's got to do something different in order to make it right. Yeah. And that's what happens. Well, I'm you know I'm going to have to fix this. Uh, you know, and Jesus has to rescue him, and and all the things that sometimes occupy yeah. a believer. Well, I failed or I missed it. I tried faith. It didn't mm-hmm. work. I started out. It was great. It was working. And then something else came along. And instead of, you were talking about perplexity, I'm surrounded on every side, but yes. not perplexed. That's right. yeah. I'm la, 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 but not distressed. I'm not in despair. And he That's goes right, through yeah. a whole list of nastiness, but says, these things are all true, but I'm still in peace and I'm still seated. Mm-hmm. What happens to Peter in the end is God blesses him and he and it over, overtakes him. And he ends up turning around and worshiping God. The love of God turned his heart yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and went, oh my goodness. And that, that forgiveness that was already there working, mm-hmm. all of the things. And so it's such a good picture. Not just don't get focused on him. Oh, can I walk on the water? You are, if you are a believer, walking on the water. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming back yeah, to that place cool. where he just got down and worshiped him. Yeah. yeah. And that's what got him back in the right place. Mm-hmm. We forget that he was one of the establishers. He carried the word when he didn't know what to do. He was the, there he is, the Holy Ghost comes. Paul wasn't on the scene yet, yeah, him and right. John. Yeah. And he has to get up in front of a whole bunch of people that hate him. Yeah. 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 Filled with the Holy Ghost. And, like, and accuse them of it. And the boldness and, and the fact that he was able to get up and many people got saved. And, and mm-hmm. he wasn't a failure in any way. And to take take that picture that you painted of Jesus walking on the water, just to take it a little step further. So we all know that at some point he took his eyes off Jesus yes. and started to n- notice the storm that was going on around him, the crazy that was going on around him. And he started to sink at that point. But he, instead of trying to deal with him sinking on him, his own, he called out to Jesus. He did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was right there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right there. Jesus was right there. That's yes, right. he was. Mm-hmm. Right there for him, mm-hmm. just like he is for you. That's wow. right. That's and right. and the remedy is always the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Oh. The same way you get born again, the same way you yes. receive the release. That's right. The same mm-hmm. way 
is what gets you through addictions, what gets through yes. the troubles, yes. the yeah. distresses, mm-hmm. yeah. the, mm-hmm. all the mistakes you ever made, the same thing, the mm-hmm. same yes, thing. Yes, it is. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what did you have to do? What did you say? You have to believe it. Just yeah. have to believe it. Yeah. Just have to receive it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How do you receive it? That's a fun, there, there's another of our Christianese. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. talk about that. How do you receive that? What's that look like? Well, that was a good question, wasn't it? Was it? <laughs> I see it. And again, I brought up this analogy that Pastor Jason brought up a long time ago that it's just, it, it, it really gives a great picture of receiving Jesus in our lives. So you've got this five gallon pail of water and it's about three quarters full and there's this mm-hmm. clod of dirt sitting on the top of it. And you need to get that clot of dirt out. And that clot of dirt can be, you know, those things, the addictions, the whatever it is you're thinking about right now in your life that you know you don't want in your life anymore. And so you have two options here. You can go in and with your own hands, try and pull out that clot of dirt. Mm -hmm. And you'll probably get a lot of it out of there. But as you try and pick up that clot of dirt, there's parts that inevitably are going to fall off and, and soil that water that's in that bucket, mm-hmm. right? As you try and pull that, that clot of dirt out. Or you can take a pitcher of water and you can pour that water into that bucket and the water level rises and rises and rises until it starts to overflow. And as the water overflows, that clot of dirt just falls off the edge and all of a sudden there's no more in that bucket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that water, the bucket is you, the water is Jesus on the inside of you. And that pouring of the water is your relationship with Jesus. You, you pour into yourself in that re- getting to know Jesus by spending time in the word and reading about him and asking for rev- revelation of him. You get to know Jesus or pour that water into your bucket by spending time talking to him. And Jesus, I'm dealing with this today and I just don't quite know how to do with it. I thank you that you're here with me. Just like Peter called out to Jesus on the water. That's us calling out to Jesus on the water. You know, I I thank you for your revelation here and on how to deal with this situation. And you Lord, I've been reading this in the Bible. I don't quite understand it. Can you show me? You know, it's, it's, it's that relationship. That's where that change comes. That's where um, the water gets poured into the bucket and the clot of dirt just dissipates in the you know, whatever is gone and it, that needs to be gone is gone. Whatever is there that needs to be there is all of a sudden there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking about another situation, uh, an example of this, like when um, I've been learning the guitar and uh, and one of the, the challenges in guitar is bar chords and bar chords are really challenging to do because it requires you to use your mainly your pointer to hold down a lot and then your your fingers have to like, I'm trying to learn this one where my fingers can't physically get that far. I don't know how. And, and the first chord, bar chord I learned was a B minor and I was, and I was playing it. It was just awful. It's just awful. Like, and, and I, like I, you, okay. Reposition fingers, play again. No, that wasn't good. Reposition fingers, play again. No, that wasn't good. And you know what? One day I was just, forget it. I get it. <laughs> like I'm just gonna leave this alone for a while, and I kept on playing. And then one day, I had to. I had my teacher had me play a song, and, and that had the B minor in it, and I played it, and I was like, it didn't sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> it actually sounded okay. 
And I, uh, and I think that if we just stopped meddling a little bit <laughs> in the problem and like <laughs> focusing on the problem, trying to, okay, fix it, make it right, you know, and it, I just got distracted with other things and enjoying playing and doing that kind of thing. And, and eventually it, it fixed and sorted itself out. Yep. But when I was trying to fix it, it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And I was just getting frustrated. Yep. I was, let me tell you, I was mm -hmm. frustrated because it, it didn't work. But we, we kind of focus on our problem, focus on the issue that's at hand, and we don't let Jesus fix it. Yep. And he's already fixed it. Mm -hmm. And so if we just get our hands off, do something much more pleasant, like worship him. That's so much more pleasant than focusing go. on those other things or, you know, or learning more about him. Because when you're learning about him, you're learning really about who you really are. And so, and, 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 and relying on that in you, because there's so much more in you mm -hmm. than the bad things that you're looking at, the blemish on your, on your face. Mm -hmm. There's so much more goodness and good things that God's put in you that you can learn about mm -hmm. yeah. and that you can spend your time on. And you just get frustrated mm -hmm. and angry and upset if you just keep on trying to meddle and fix when you can let him do that and mm -hmm. spend your time on something much more exciting and fun. So those are a couple of examples. <laughs> <laughs> Receiving is, is, is kind of what there, there's a lot of Christianese that we use and, and, and we, we understand you're also, we're hoping that you will share with people who are not Christians. And so we need to come up with words. And sometimes the best way for someone to learn and Jesus used them are parables. So yeah. when they mm -hmm. give you an example, they're like a, a modern day parable that someone has experienced. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those work and it's best if you use something that's real in your life, you give them a parable, some place where you know that you've allowed Jesus in, so to speak, mm -hmm. and you've welcomed him to help. How did you welcome him? You asked him, God, I need help. You don't have to obviously pray in King James. There's no magic prayer to lead someone to the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some, and, and a lot of books or, or that we have or tracks have a little place in the back if you get stuck and you can just really pray that with them. And, and so they'll have kind of the ABCs or the four spiritual laws or something that they walk through. And, and so we think it's, you know, if you're going to get your friend born again, they've got to, you know, tick all the boxes. Mm -hmm. But we want you to be able to express it in a very loving, kind, real way. Mm -hmm. And that means you'll probably have to share something personally. You don't have to, but it helps. Mm -hmm. Because that way, the person you're speaking to knows. They'll know you. Maybe they don't know you and they're a stranger. That's a different situation. But we're talking about people who you might know or in your friendship or family members you'd like to see saved. So when it comes to receiving, it's something you do, quote, by faith. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, how do we do that? It's simple. How did you, how did you accept Jesus? By faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus, I don't really know who you are, but they're telling me that he's a good guy, that he mm -hmm. loves me, that he forgiven me. And God, I'm just going to take them at their word because I trust those people. They look like they kind of care about me. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's a jump mm -hmm. that that's, that's faith. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, to do something now. I'm going to say something. Well, Jesus, I just believe that. I believe something inside of me is telling me. And they'll often use words like that. Uh, something inside of me just rings true. It rings right. Mm -hmm. Or I sense love. I think they care about me. Listen for those words. 
work with them. Those mm -hmm. are receiving words. Mm -hmm. And then you just tell them. You can just pray. Thank you, Jesus. I, I don't know how to help you in my life, but if you'll help me, I'll, I'll take what you have to offer. Yeah. yeah. Words like that. That's receiving. Mm -hmm. It's simple. Yeah. Mm. Did you have something to add? Lots, but we don't have enough. <laughs> we don't have lots of time to, to go through that. It just stirs up so many other thoughts along the same lines. But mm -hmm. essentially, um, yeah, no, I think we'll leave that yeah. for maybe another episode. This is a stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode is going to be an awesome one. <laughs> we want you to be able to share and with confidence and know that God is with you yeah. and he'll fill your mouth when you think that there's nothing else to say. He will give you something to say Amen. and help you love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you.